Welcome to the Art Chatter Podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett-Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Welcome along to episode 29, where Gaynor and I will be chatting about what do we actually do after an event? Yeah, there's lessons to be learned, There are usually. In, there are indeed, aren't there? Also, mm. I suppose, is, you know, we have to sort of sometimes correct our thinking. Yeah, there's a really interesting phrase called PEX, post-event collapse syndrome, I think, and that's when you've been revved up and ready and ready and ready to go to an event and you get yourself prepped and you've spent a while preparing paintings, getting them framed, getting them put up and packaged and ready to go up and then you curate and da-da-da-da. And then the event finishes and you just go, ah, and you're deflated. And you look back and think, oh, I could have done that better, could have done that. Well, you and I both like flipping that on the head. We do. And instead of going, ugh, could have done that better, we do, okay, what have we learned from this and what will we do better next time? Yeah, I suppose it's because at the end of, end of the day, it, it could be, a, you know, an absolute roaring success, whatever your measure of success is. Yeah. You could really have a, an event where it might be you sell all your paintings or it might be that you make loads of new contacts your mailing list is thriving, business cards are flying out. You know, it's all different ways that an event can be a success. But at the end, that you know, it's it's horrible really, isn't it? But human nature is often just to focus on what you did wrong rather than what you did right. Yeah, absolutely. But I think it's it is, you know, you've you've just got to sort of turn your thinking around and actually sort of just almost sort of be a bit more objective yeah take the emotion out of it see one of the things I mean we've we've done a series of events recently in the last well actually since gosh February we've been in exhibition mode really because we've been prepping and sorting and curating which has been absolutely lovely but it means that we've learned a lot which is fantastic because some things you can't do anything about something we can always improve we can always improve our art we can always improve our approach to events and I think that you and I have learned about positivity and writing down the good things we have but also I suppose sometimes you sort of you're writing down the good things so that you outweigh the bad things yeah yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, because, I mean, just taking the last exhibition we did, mm. we didn't have great footfall. I mean, Awful. let's just be honest, it was 
pretty dire in terms of numbers of people coming in. Yeah. And it was in a beautiful little town with Absolutely two, gorgeous. two other galleries mm-hmm. right by Zebra Crossing, mm-hmm. you know, buses dropping people off and you mm-hmm. would expect people to just pop in, say hello, yeah. you know. But it was just, you know, to be honest, disheartening, walking, you know, watching people walking past, mm. you know, maybe looking in the windows. Mm. Um, but you sort of think, well, why? Why are they walking past? Is it to do with the exhibition and us? Mm. Is it what is on display? Mm. Or is it, you know, other, you know, what other reasons could it be? What, what could we have converted that you know, footfall outside, which wasn't huge anyway, how mm. could we have pulled them in more? Yeah, and short of walking <laughs> up and down the street and dragging them in, because, like you say, it's a sleepy town, mm. absolutely beautiful. We booked it um, with the knowledge that there was an arts festival starting that month, like as we were there. Yeah. And we know from previous experience that early in the week tends to be a bit quieter and towards the weekend builds in numbers. That's kind of what we've learned. Yep. Oh my goodness, that didn't happen because no. the numbers, they just weren't there. People are watching the news and are a bit frightened of the changes economically. They're watching their pennies. People stopped to look. So obviously something caught their eye in the yeah. window. And they stopped for long enough that they were actually examining the pictures. And I know a few people came in and were looking at the artwork and picking enjoying up, it. Picking, pick, picking, picking up, up prints business, and yeah. cards and business cards. Business cards, yeah. Um, so maybe it's the current economic climate um, and the... The thing is, people have got less money, but they still spend what they have got. They still, they're still going to spend and they still want a nice life because we've all got used to living in good times, financially, to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of think generally, if you sort of think generally, when you, mm. after an event, if mm. you maybe, if you haven't had as many sales as you wanted... You sort of, I think you need to sort of assess, right, first of all, is the body of work that you put up Mm. worthy of buying, first of all? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to say we had one of the things that you'll find, we find with exhibitions and uh, art trails, whatever, is loads of artists come to see it. That tends to be, you know, other artists come in to talk about art, technique, and their practices, which is lovely. And the compliments flow, and they're genuine because they want to know about your technique, your experience, where you get things framed. So all of those things are really positive. So the body of works, and I have to say, Gina, if I could have brought all of Gina's work home, because she has a new series. Sorry, if I explain, we were doing a shared exhibition between Gina Belford who's our our accountability buddy, Karen um, and her new work, and me. And I had a couple of pieces of new work, but um, a couple of older pieces as well. 
And Gina's new work is really bold and vibrant. And I have to say, as a customer, if I could have bundled it all up in my car and brought it home, I would have done. But again, you know, the coffers aren't that strong. I tend to buy a piece of work from people when I've sold a piece. That's kind of how it goes. And I I think you're the same. Yeah. I mean, I think... That it was absolutely stunning seeing that new body of work all in yeah. all together. I mean, but I'm thinking so the quality of work was great. So I yeah. think that's and we were all happy with what we were showing and the feedback we were getting from those that came in sort of ratified that. Yeah. Um and then I suppose you need to think about, okay, did I have a range of price points that people mm. if they wanted your work, was there do do you have smaller pieces? Do you have unframed pieces? Um, do you have browser pieces that reflect the stuff you've got on the wall? And, mm. you know, and that you need to do, you know, just, you know, just sort of taking it away from ours. That's a really good way to check, you know, mm. things that you've done. And yep. I think all of us could actually sort of tick with all those boxes. We had everything from cards, browser work, small pieces, um, framed larger pieces. There's a real spread of work. So yeah. we'd done everything right there as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we didn't have anything lacking in that respect. Um, and then I think it's sort of in terms of, you know, when people came in, you know, how were, how were we engaging with them? Mm. And I, I have to say, I mean, I wasn't there all week. Um, because it was further away for me and you and Gina took the brunt Mm -hmm. of the sessions. Um, But both you and Gina are very engaging, very chatty and very welcoming. So there was no issues there either. No, and what we also did is, well, I should say we as a group did, is we put on um, a demo, an Mm -hmm. art demo to sort of promote engagement there. Yep. and be an extra draw of people to come in and actually come yep. and, look, and look at uh, an acrylic demo while that yep. was going on. Um, and so we did, so everything was done right there. We had sort of... Yep. You know, and the Instagram posts were yeah. strong, um, Facebook posts, because sometimes more local people follow all three of us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Whereas think, Instagram is, a, for me, certainly a wider demographic. Yeah, I think the one thing we personally could have done more of was mm-hmm. actually getting hard copies of the flyer out to local places, actually yeah. put into places. But because of the distance, and this is something when you're choosing a an exhibition space, is to think about can you get down there and do all the legwork that you need to do mm. beforehand. Mm. And we didn't get all the flyers out to like the libraries, little Mm. shops. um, Mm. I mean, we sent it to the other art gallery, um, Mm. so that's fine, so they could have information out. But we didn't get it in early. Yeah. And so that's one thing sort of for sort of local people would maybe not be aware of it in advance. Yeah. Um, So that's something that somebody could do, you you could do. And the other thing was that there was a, a... a free magazine that was going round. Yeah. Um, and that's something, if you're in a place and there is a free magazine, be aware of it because you could put an advert in. 
Yeah, absolutely. To let people know that it's happening or do a little mm. sort of editorial that you could send in. Um, yeah. You know, it could have been a picture of the three of us. Come, mm. You know, we'd like to welcome you along, blah, blah, blah. So that's yeah. an area we didn't do. Yeah. But it makes me think, right, OK, that's on my you know, to-do list. To-do list. It's high a priority because we did do it previously in, an, in another town that we exhibited in and I think that made a big difference, especially for the workshops and the demos and it did bring people in. Yeah, and I, I think we were sort of scuppered slightly because I had COVID. Yes, you did. And I, I couldn't get Bless down. You. And yes, all better now, thankfully. Um, yeah. and, also, and also sort of, it was just time constraints because we were just... Fitting it in almost, fitting in the exhibition. Which is another lesson, um, actually, because we went from a month-long exhibition, which was a big commitment with no studio time. Within a week or so, we had an arts trail that you and I both took part in. And then literally on the back of that, we had a week, um, a week-long exhibition as well. And we were tired which is, you know, we were so tired. And I think I would space it better next time, which is a big lesson for all of us, because although we, we managed it, we achieved it, which is a massive high five. For anybody else, um, I would strongly recommend leaving yourself a bit of a gap to get some <laughs> yeah, rest and re- recuperation. <laughs> Because we were hanging. I know, you end up eating too many chocolate biscuits to keep your energy yeah. levels up. <laughs> Coffee and bickies are basically oh. your staple diet. Oh, I think the other thing that we were going to do, and it we couldn't do it because of COVID, you know, that I, I had COVID, is we were yeah. going to have a, a preview evening the first night. Yes, we were. And we were going to invite all the local businesses yeah. along to sort yeah. of... Sort of introduce ourselves and sort yeah. of yeah, have all the f- were your neighbours for the week yeah and that didn't happen because well basically because I had Covid and there's only two yeah. of you and you couldn't get over there because of the distance you know the, you were so far apart and we thought poor Gina uh, on her own she can't really yeah, <laughs> run it on her this is on the tod- tod- <laughs> so things kind of some things are slightly beyond our control once we committed to it the, the, the plus point is oh my goodness the exhibition looked beautiful. It's a lovely space, isn't it? The lovely space, big windows. The town yeah. is beautiful. The window, you know, if we could have... I th- people just weren't... There was nobody around. It was just really quiet, which apparently is unusual. Um, there are three galleries in that town, which means that art lovers do come to the town. I think timing was off. Um, but, you know... I want to applaud us for getting that together. Yeah. Because that is something to take from it. You know, the we didn't sell as much as we wanted to, but we still sold. Yeah. All of us sold, which is absolutely lovely. Um, we've loads of business cards went, which also is lovely. You've, you know, the mailing list, I had some new people on my mailing list all through the week. So too did you and Gina. So that's lovely. And actually, I'm going to encourage people who listen. If you aren't on either or any of our mailing lists, perhaps it's time to sign up because Karen gives out a PDF of um, 
sketchbook tips with her mailing list. And Gina also, and actually you've got um, a bit of a competition at the moment, which which will be gone by the time this yeah. podcast goes out. But I think it's something you there's may all, do again. There's always sub- subscriber bonuses, put it that yeah. way. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean... There's one thing listening to a podcast or looking on social media, but you just yeah. get more of an insight when you have a, a newsletter coming out. A regular out. newsletter. Yeah, and it's just sort of a more of a window about what goes on in the studio, isn't it, really? Yeah, it is. And Gina also, because we're talking about Gina, so I will actually say ginabelfordart.co.uk. I, I think, think that's right, her. yeah. Yes. Um, she also, because she's just got new work out and it might be interesting for you to see, she's talking about how she did it. She gives out framing tips. So it's worth you actually subscribing there as well. Uh, I uh, need to improve. <laughs> yes, we're, we're very good at getting them out month, you know, pretty regularly yes. now. <laughs> yes. I have to say, um, as you know, I'm the one who kind of, comes up and goes oh yeah I'll do that as well and then eventually I do yeah but I mean this is the thing we're, here we are we're talking about things we could improve I mean but things that we did we we had our work and it was you know beautifully done we turned up and we had a an exhibition mm. and we showed our work we did it as a group you know mm. three three connected artists you know yeah, absolutely. I mean, think about it. It's a, and as, as they say, sort of on sort of connected artists, it is a win. It is. We've totally. actually achieved it. And, oh, I don't know. You know, it's, I think, you know, when you come off the back of an exhibition, give yourself time to rest and then look at things objectively. Yeah. Give yourself so, a pat on the back. So we were talking last night as we took down the work and, and packed away. What we were trying to do was, as we did it, we were kind of saying, right, what would you do again? Would you exhibit with a friend again? That friend being me and Gina. Yeah, I would. Because mm. our, our work, although it's very different, does hang together really, really well. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you think, mine are definitely landscapes. Maybe, mm. you know, they're abstract landscapes, but they're landscapes. But, and yours are, and Gina's are abstract. Yeah. But... It was quite funny sort of how we hung it. It just sort of worked. It was really, really good to see. So, yes, I would exhibit with you again. You did not put me off it for, for life or anything like that. Yeah, now We're still friends. Absolutely. That's one thing I would recommend. If you haven't got an art trail in your area or if it's too far away, find an art friend who your work, I mean, that is one thing I would strongly recommend, is do it together, make it fun. Yeah. That is one thing I would, because if you do it together, you're supporting each other, you're encouraging each other, you're experimenting together and you're taking the risk together. Yeah, because although it can be reasonably cheap, it can also be quite expensive. The other thing is taking, you know, sharing the load, sharing yeah. the publicity load, sharing yeah. the stewarding load. Yeah. And all that, if you're doing it as a little team, it really helps out. Absolutely. Gina created some beautiful flyers for us. Um, Karen did a load of labels so that when we label... You see, that's the thing. That's something I would strongly recommend. When you're labelling up your work and it's a shared experience, make sure you've got continuity right through. 
Yeah, because we had the same labels, didn't yes. we? You echoed what Gina had created from the flyer in our labels. So we all had the labels, but Karen had personalised them with our website information. And yeah. then we were that able to... Clever. Uh, that was clever, it wasn't it? Was very <laughs> clever. But it looked, the continuity was beautiful and it just added to the professionalism. And it's details like that that you have got control over. And it looks so cute. And the, the gallery was really well stocked spaced in terms of equipment because they had yeah. plinth, plinths they had easels big easels they had For a the proper window. hanging mm. system you know the one where you put the little wire up uh, yeah little th- little strip across the you know in the coving yeah. bit and you mm. just hang wires very elegant. down and so it all looked really clean mm. yeah and i have to say gina's packaging and your packaging are lovely all labeled up and I just said, yeah, those silver stiffy bags that fit the pictures, just use them. <laughs> because. Well, wasn't that just because you'd forgotten to give us the bubble wrap? Well, it was in my car. But it was more, I just, I just thought, you know, somebody's paying a lot of money for a big painting. I'm all right with them taking the expensive stiffy bag. Yeah, I understand that. Basically, that was kind of my thinking. Um and it also, they fitted the actual paintings rather yeah. than having to scrabble around on the floor. I just thought for ease, when I'm not there, I just wanted to make it easier on you too. Um, yeah, but good. had, you know, so from that experience, but had I been there, I, I probably would have used the bubble wrap as well. And um, then put it in the stiffy bag. Yes, yeah, because yeah. I think it does need that extra bit. I, I was quite pleased I'd ordered extra... Um, sort of perspex book stands sort of painting yeah. stands um and because they're clear you don't they don't sort of impose they're, they're not like loads of little wooden easels you don't really see them you see the artwork rather than yeah the actual easel itself that's so definitely I, something i'm gonna get Karen. yeah i invested in loads more because i just find them so useful particularly with yeah. small particularly with small pieces. Yes. You know, and we had lots of shelving space in this place mm. and lots of plinth space so you could put lots of smaller work out yeah. and have the larger work out. Mm. Saying that, we didn't overcrowd it. It looked really clean, so I was really yeah. pleased with that. Yeah, There was enough space to have a variety of work displayed beautifully without looking like a living room. <laughs> but also not looking like a jumble cell. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, that that too. <laughs> so we, we we did sort of keep it really quite refined, which was um, mm. I was really pleased about. Yeah. So what would you do differently? Come on then. Apart from obviously you wouldn't swap me. Well, I I would I would actually have um, you know it's the publicity side, the hard copies. I would get out there, down there to actually. Yeah get stuff out I don't think there was an awful lot that we actually did wrong no could improve no I think it was just what it is um I'm still very pleased with my work even though I have to say it was only browser work that went you know it would be nice to have sort of sold new work Um, but it's still originals and they're still yours and I mean that's the other thing is everything is labeled up with your website and your information. So, yeah. you know, when people are ready to buy a big piece, they'll come back to you. I know, I know. And it, it does, I know it sounds daft, but it does take the pressure off 
with not mm. having to get stuff ready for the next one because I'd, I'm taking this month and sort of part of August off yeah. to just experiment, you know, just to play, just to yeah. develop ideas, go out sketching yeah. and do that sort of work. I think I might be tempted to explore, thinking of that venue or any other venue, I think I might try and repeat what we did in Caution, which was the workshops. Yes. And actually sort of see whether there was a opportunity to engage with other people and actually run a workshop while I was down there. Yes. Because yeah. then it, I don't know, it one, it gives you a bit of money, more money because you've yeah. done something, but also yeah. people are getting used to the fact that you do workshops and you're promoting a different arm of what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So what about you? Would you do anything differently? Um, what would you do next time? I think I'd think about the venue. As, as beautiful as that venue was, it was quite difficult to get to because it was in deepest, darkest Somerset. For me, that mm -hmm. is. And... I've, it's it's accessibility. You'd concentrate on that? Yeah, I think if it was an hour away, or up to an hour away, I think it would be easier to have helped with the stewarding, which, you know, I guilted myself out completely because I couldn't do as much. Um, so that, But that's just about my psyche. That's you know, a whole other story. Um, but it means that we could have prepped more with, and interacted more with the local businesses like you said and engaged more with workshops and things along those lines because I think that engagement is really important mm -hmm. um, so I think that's the, the, the big lessons for me is the prior preparation I mean Steve my, my husband who's a sales director and, and has been in sales for many many years says has got this lovely phrase um prior planning and preparation prevents poor performance and he's absolutely right because the work you do beforehand pays dividends yeah and that's the bit I think um had we been able to engage more prior to the event I don't think it would have increased footfall because the people just weren't there. It poured down on some days. It was. We're having a shocking summer here in the UK. It, it was. It actually, yes, it chucked it, it down a lot, and it was thunder mm. and lightning one day as well. Yeah, yeah. It did put. That was a you know. In sometimes, sometimes people came into shelter, <laughs> and they were forced to look at pictures. <laughs> so that's one Again, thing you could do. <laughs> <laughs> looking at the silver lining but you need to get them out there first so we need sunshine and then they need to shelter with us um but that's you know it we we planned it for the summer because people are out and about because the sun's out and the sun didn't actually perform its part in the whole thing so there's nothing much you can do about that so yeah that's it's the planning beforehand I think that's the big lesson for me is um but I think everything else we did Oh, we couldn't have done any more. And it was, it, you know, it was lovely. And the people we met were great. Um, and actually stewarding with you and Gina was a joy. You know, we get on really well and that was easy. And being able to talk about your work is easy because it's so easy to 
you know, to, to engage in what you've done, your techniques, Gina's techniques. It's because you know so us, knowing, Yeah, but I, that's part of it, mm. I'd say. If you're going to exhibit with somebody, know their work so you can talk confidently about it. Yeah. One thing I was thinking that, you know, the next event or next exhibition I do is if we did a group one is if we're doing a week maybe do two weeks instead because yeah. what we found was people were coming in saying oh I've come back to buy this thing from the previous week from the previous week and luckily we knew the artist from the previous week so we could put them in touch and mm. we gave our details to the person that took over from us yeah. to say look this happened last time but so if you could pass our details on if that happens and he was very yeah. happy to do so um but I would look at maybe doing two weeks not one week I think one week yeah. people just get the idea that you're there and yes. then will possibly be shocked that you're not there but the other thing is maybe although we did know that there was an arts festival going on for the first two weeks of July in Somerton um Time actually some of the investigate what that event actually entails because if it if nothing actually really is actually really happening um you know it's not going to be of benefit um Mm. but if you if you tag your exhibition onto another event so if there is an arts trail Mm. um i'm thinking for example something like the peacock arts trail which is a a 10 day or nine day event oh it's lovely yeah you could have an exhibition as a group together as a part of that arts trail. Yes. And so you you tag on to other promotion, other publicity. Yeah. Agreed. Um, you're being seen by a lot of people that are attracted by walking around a trail and doing a trail. So you have a, yeah. a ready, almost like a ready-made audience. So mm. it's actually maybe sort of thinking about your timings more. Yes. As well as your venue. Mm. Um, all these things just sort of play and it's just sort of, you know, we've been, I've been doing this for years and, you know, sometimes... Still learning. Yeah, but sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. I mean, it mm. could have been you did this for a week and it all went fabulously. Yeah. And, but in a way, by things not going quite as you wanted them to, mm. um, it does give you a little bit of, um, I suppose... Yes, you can pause mm. the thought. And that, I think, is a useful exercise. Mm. It's interesting because talking about art trails, we both recently did one in Bristol, which we've mentioned quite a few times. But the artists I was exhibiting with, last year it was a raging success, virtually for everybody I'd spoken to. The numbers were high, the spend was high, People were just out of lockdown, had a little bit of extra money. Some people had extra money um, and were ready to enhance their homes with art. This year, the footfall was down. The spending was down, I think, across the board at the art trail. People did come to look, but it was about half the numbers of the previous year. I didn't know that. Yeah, people did buy, but again, people were buying smaller or the big pieces, you know, were really, really considered and they came back two or three times before they bought. So it's, you know, you have to look and say, we just need 
to keep putting it out there and it will pay off. Because at the right time, the people who love your work will come back to you and buy it. It's just a matter of timing. But if you don't hang it on a wall where people can see it, they're never going to buy it. Yeah, as, as my husband said, there's no point just having it in a cupboard and nobody seeing it. Exactly. So if you can invest in hanging it on a wall somewhere lovely and you can share it with the world and say, look, this is what I'm doing right now, at the right time, that will pay dividends. I yeah. truly believe that. Yeah, it will. It's just hanging... Um, yeah, I suppose if you're, if you're feeling sort of like, oh, just hang in there. You know, yeah, just look absolutely. ahead, just look for it. What can I do now? What's the next thing? And, and I'd say enjoy your process. That's the biggest thing at the moment. Just keep going, experimenting, doing your thing. And also just enjoy the journey. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, who knew kind of five, six, seven years ago, you and I would be exhibiting together. <laughs> we did have a podcast. We, d- we, didn't, we didn't know, even know each, each other. other. <laughs> a podcast and... We, you know, it's things have happened so quickly, and you know, just hang on in there is what I'd say. Just yeah. keep going. Yeah, just it's not going. a race. It's not a no, race. It isn't. And you know, just tell the world what you've got. Sign up to newsletters of other artists, and share your process with people on Instagram, on Facebook. You know, show them when you're doing an event tell everybody make them come and see it come and see because they'll be stunned and absolutely supportive yeah which is what we need yeah yeah anyway how are you going and what are you doing this week just very quickly to round well yes well this week I've just finished my last of my workshops that I had all booked up well before done. the summer I have a break over the summer yeah I and I'm say actually, very briefly before you say any more about the rest of the summer the feedback on your workshops was amazing wasn't it I'm going to say it for you because oh, yeah. we were talking about it yesterday it has and been brilliant it's been really yeah you get a warm glow sort of thing oh good so yeah. well I'm going to do what we've done with this work you know with our last exhibition I'm going to mm. just sort of sit down with a cup of coffee and actually work out what worked at the workshops yep. what yep. what ones worked best what days worked best yes and actually see what ones i want to do next year and whether mm. there's a, i mean i'm sort of considering sort of bringing in another workshop yeah um and it's sort of having all these plans and then sort of seeing whether i can book book a venue sort of and start sort of booking them up maybe have some in the autumn but have the majority of them again next year just sort of wind it down a bit for this year yeah but have it all planned I think I'd like doing the sort of the smaller ones in my studio between sort of September onwards um and maybe just group ones but not the day workshops yeah I think it's quite nice to do those in the spring spring early Mm. summer but no, I'm so I'm going to do that. That's my focus for the week is just to sort of get all that sort of sorted out and have a plan, a strategy for what I'm doing next. What about you? I am. Do you know I'm going to play? I'm just going to play all week. I am. I am loving working. Uh, I'm, I miss oils as much as I really like acrylics. I miss oils, but obviously they take forever and a day to dry. 
And I'm experimenting at the moment with oil and coal wax. Oh, have, have you seen... It's um, lovely. Have you seen um, Yulia Maliva's um, work? Yep, she's J.Maliva, M-A-L-E-E-V-A on Instagram. Yeah, and oh, I love yeah, her work. It's beautiful. It's just stunning. Because I was um, exhibiting with BS uh, in the same venue as hers at BS9 mm. Arts Trail and just seeing the you know the marks she makes in I it know. really I know. lovely but i'm experimenting with it at the moment on um heavy paper oh, right, so yeah. the, and sketchbook so i can create my own sketchbook from the heavy paper because i want them separate so they can dry yeah but also so that i can kind of group them together as a kind of sketchbook if you like um and, and I'm, I absolutely, I've only done a little bit so far and I'm loving it. So this week, my aim is to get into the studio most days and work on my technique with the, because I just love oils. I love them. Can I just ask a technical question? Yes. Is it the wax you use, is it the same wax you use to do the buffing? Yeah. Right. Okay. So you haven't had to buy any more wax. You already no. had it. It's right, cold okay. wax. Yeah. And I do have a lot of oil paints so I'm quite happy to experiment because there is no point it's, it's like everything I don't save anything for best if you've got it use it I'm using my oil paints I'm using the cold wax and um I'll, I'll swap between that and acrylic for the week probably um and I've like got so much I know I know I'm so excited to be playing with it all again it's, it's lovely. Funny. It's funny, isn't it? You're all going, getting into the materials and I'm thinking, yeah. oh, what could I do workshop-wise? Yeah. I just want to just make sure I've got a balance between being able to paint and do my workshops. Absolutely. Yeah, because you can get carried away doing workshops because there are, I do enjoy it. Yeah, and, and you're then, good at it. You're really good at explaining and, and encouraging yeah. people. But it's, you know, you've got, if you've got, if you want to have something to share, you've got to mm. have done it anyway. You know? Yeah. So you've got to sort of be able to, when I was doing that, I mean, I think because I do a bit of both, I'm able to say, mm. oh, when I was doing this last week. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was doing, oh, I tried this, have a go at this, you know. And, yeah. you know, I think you, you know, you need to be still practising as an artist to actually, well, maybe you don't, but I think it helps with me, the way I work anyway. I was going to say, I think it definitely helps because you're because you're watching things on Instagram as well you sometimes in the back of your mind maybe even a year later you think oh do you know what I'm going to try that and and, and then you can you know pay it forward with your mm. students so it's lovely yeah right I suppose so, better leave it there then yeah you sounds like you've got a good week ahead I really have yeah I really have I don't care if it rains if it thunders because you'll be in the your studio I will be in my studio <laughs> <laughs> And walk in the naughty pup, of course. Oh, well, have a lovely time. Have a good week. Thank you. Yeah, right. see you soon. Lots of love, everybody. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.